One of my friends once dated this guy who was such a show pony that he cooked her dinner and made the pesto at the dinner table. At the table? Yeah, with a mortar and pestle. You <laughs> know, like fancy. It's fancy, right? We're not so fancy here on this show. I'm Yumi Steins. And I'm Simon Davis. And this is your 5-Minute Food Fix. Simon, you love pesto. I'm seeing that enthusiastic tail wagging side of you, which is very enjoyable. Do you ever buy the jarred stuff? Look, I do buy the jarred stuff from time to time. It has a place and that's that place is quick, easy, everyday meals in, of an evening. And yes, I buy it. I do try and buy the Italian ones because they taste a little bit better, yeah. I think. But the fresh homemade stuff has so much flavour. It's so delicious. It's like a different thing It altogether. is, and I do love a pesto myself, mm. but I've found basil has been so expensive. Yes. And I haven't been able to grow it because of the weather. So now we're coming into the warmer weather. We can grow our own basil or perhaps buy it a bit cheaper. We can grow our own basil and it grows well in the warmer climate here in Sydney. But also, yeah, you can find it there in the shops easily. Have a look in your greengrocers. Sometimes you'll see that bunch come down to about $4 a bunch I for know. a really big one. And that's when you pounce on it. You yes, mean. and buy several bunches. So I know you're <laughs> yes. going to talk us through how to make pesto, but can you explain some of the different ways in which we can use pesto besides just on pasta? Yeah, absolutely. It's such a versatile thing when it's made properly with a lovely basil, a beautiful extra virgin olive oil. It's such a lovely, vibrant sauce that it's really good with grilled meats and fish. Mm. It's really lovely. Um, stirred through a bit of yogurt makes a really wonderful dip, actually. Dotted on a pizza, spread over toasted bread, swirl through a soup. There's so many things you can do with a good, fresh, homemade pesto. Mm. Can you freeze it? Yeah, it freezes brilliantly because there's so much oil in it. It freezes really, really well and it, it defrosts brilliantly too. It doesn't lose any of its kind of flavour, which is great. How do you freeze it? Do you put it in jars? Like, don't, don't the jars crack in the freezer? No, you put it in small airtight containers, Tupperware containers, oh, yeah. or I like to freeze it in an ice cube tray. So a large ice cube tray yeah and, and then, then what and then you just pop it out and, and let it defrost naturally at room temperature or just ping it in the microwave for oh, a bit. yum okay great when you make it simon do you use pine nuts every time no not every time i do use them a lot of the time and that is the traditional way to, to make pesto and we can talk through that process maybe not table side but in the big pestle and mortar and grinding things up with toasted pine nuts they're the traditional nut that gets flavored with pesto but walnuts work really well too so do almonds just toast them up first maybe in a dry frying pan or in the oven mm. just to give them a bit of extra flavor gets and get the flavor singing. out doesn't yes. it yeah and do you ever embellish it or top it out or pad it out with say rocket yeah, sometimes I do. It's a different flavour. It's mm. a different type of pesto, but it can be equally delicious. Rockets, very good baby spinach leaves, even kale, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk me through your recipe. So my recipe is for a very standard pesto. Now, it doesn't involve the pestle and mortar, which is the traditional way of making it to grind those leaves down in the pestle and mortar to make a paste. It does actually use the food processor, but it's still very easy and delicious and tasty. So two cups of fresh basil leaves go into that um, food processor along with half a cup of freshly grated granite padano or parmesan cheese. Try and get Italian a little bit aged. It's not that expensive and the flavour difference is huge. Then in goes a third of a cup of pine nuts or other toasted nuts. Yum. Walnuts are great too. And then three cloves of garlic, very finely chopped, quarter of a teaspoon of salt, an eighth of a teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, and half a cup of good extra virgin olive oil. So the same quantity of cheese to olive oil. Yes. Yum. Yes, okay. Yeah. So you're really right. committed to that 
Uh, look, it's rich, it's mm. delicious, it's creamy. Those are the things that give it its flavour alongside the basil and actually counteract that strength of that basil, which can be very aromatic and quite punchy. You yeah, know? right. And I noticed you've said you put lemon juice in. So what I would do then is to give it a, a blend until yep. it's the texture you like. I like a little bit of consistency still there, a little bit of something going on, but you can get it really smooth if you mm. want. Then I would taste it. And at that point, I would add the lemon juice just to spark it up, give it another whiz taste it again, then maybe thin it down with a little bit more oil or another squeeze of lemon juice if you just want it to brighten it up and then just check the sea salt and pepper as well at that point. Oh, that sounds so yummy. So my favourite, Simon, is gnocchi pesto. Yes, gnocchi pesto. Do you, would Beautiful. you add cream or anything or you just add the pesto straight on? I would never add cream to, right. to it when it's going gnocchi. I think that the flavour is really lovely as it is. I might add some peas to that too. Ooh. It would be really nice and simple because... Peas are great, you mean? <laughs> that freshness of that lovely pesto. It's a beautiful dish. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. This really put me in the mood. This has been your five-minute food fix. For more on what we're talking about, always go to our Instagram page. It's updated constantly. Please follow this podcast and leave a review of the show wherever you're listening because it really helps us to grow. 